What's up, gays? Welcome to the Gay Girls Club. I'm your host, Bethany. And I'm Spencer. And this is a podcast for girls who like girls. I would like to talk about something that quite literally happened about 30 seconds ago. Quite literally. Quite literally. Um, So depending on if this episode comes out after the one that we just did right after my birthday. Right. Um, I changed all of my stuff on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to Spencer. Well, I just got a friend request on Facebook. From who? Uh, my really cool step aunt. Okay. She is my stepmom's sister. Okay. And her and I have bonded a lot. And she just sent me a friend request, so that's going to be great. I love she's that very, for you. I, she's who I go to girls' night with. Oh, okay, okay. And like, the, I mean, they don't. I haven't come out to them. So oh. now you have. Now I have. I can't wait to talk about that because she just sent me a friend request. We love that. She, I may have made a mistake changing my name on Facebook, but we're <laughs> sticking to it. If she asks, I'm willing to tell her. You've got this. If she texts me right now, I'm going to be. Gonna my be hands like, are already who sweaty. Who the hell is Spencer? My, well, she found me and she saw me and sent the friend request, so she does know it's me. True, true. So, for those of you wondering, we are using a new audio system. We are. New platform. New platform. We were using Zoom to record and- everything, yeah. Bethany tells me today, she texts me and she goes, hey, I found a new thing that we're going to use, so get ready. And I said, okay. Full and send. we got in. My thing was mirrored, so everything was backwards. Uh, usually there's like a little green screen option on Zoom, so now my, everyone can see my messy room, even though we're not doing video. Uh, <laughs> everyone. Everyone's just Everyone. Me. And so we're using it. Apparently it's better. The audio quality and video, if we decide to use video down the road, is supposed to be way better than Zoom. Way better than Zoom. That's what I've heard. There's no way to know. I'm going to be pissed when I go to edit this and I'm like, this sounds like trash. We have to redo it. Yeah. So we're using Riverside.fm. Yes, we are. So shout out to them, maybe? (laughs) <laughs> depending on how this goes shout out to them it is 90 degrees in my room quite literally <laughs> it feels like it i think it's like 78 upstairs oh it's hot down here too because we keep the dehumidifiers on and it sucks all the coolness out why well otherwise it'll get too moist down here i hate I don't that like word that. i don't like that <laughs> Moist is fine sometimes, but not in that context. Mm-mm. It's I never like fine. a room to be moist. <laughs> like I like a cupcake to be moist or a cake. Yeah, not a room. Your hands on... are always moist. You know what? You're goddamn right. They are. They are. They're moist right now. I can see the sheen on them. Oh, gross! I just get so sweaty. I just get. She's always nervous. I'm all. <laughs> I am always nervous. Uh, well, I guess we've already caught up. Yeah. So let's this do our episode, Mary Fling. 
So this episode is essentially going to be Bethany teaching me about Dickinson. That's right. This is... This is going to be my intro to Dickinson, why everyone should watch the show. And if you don't know, Dickinson is one of Apple TV. It's one of their first um, shows that they put out. And it is finished already. It's three seasons. and That's it? Yeah. But it was incredible. It was what's it, the point? Well, they only meant for it to be three seasons. That's what they had in their mind. <laughs> I mean, I wish I would have watched a hundred seasons, but so we'll we'll stay with the theme, and we will marry fling within of the Dickinson within the Dickinson world. Yeah. Um, I've got to say though, I have the cast pulled up, and looking at the cast, there's a lot more men than women, but I don't remember that feeling like that's how the show is. Yeah, since, we don't have a lot of selection here. Since 90% of the women, like, of the main characters are women. Well, you have, so you have your, like, four main women, which would be Emily Dickinson, Lavinia, her sister. Emily, no, yeah, Emily is her mom's name, too. Um, And then also Sue Gilbert, duh. Those are like your four main women. Yeah, I've pulled up tabs on all of the women. Yeah, but then you got some side women. Like Jane Humphrey is a pretty big big character. Okay. I, Aunt Lavinia is on this list, but I'm pretty sure she's dead. Oh, I think she dies in the third season. I'm so sorry. Spoiler! <laughs> now I can't watch the show. Spoiler alert. Um, do you want to go first? I just, I'm just going to go ahead and assume I know yours. I mean, mine's pretty easy because if you listen... Not Haley Seinfeld. Never. Never, never. Haley Seinfeld. She's terrible. If you listen to any of our previous episodes, we did Mary Fling with the Pitch Perfect cast, and my answer was the same, and it will be the same as long as Haley Seinfeld is in a show or movie we talk about. She will be my Mary. Even if she's not in it. I'll pick her if I'm allowed. I'll pick her. Haley Seinfeld, 100% Mary. Okay. Now, I do have a hard time with the fling because I love Sue, but I also love Lavinia. Lavinia is funny. Um, so I think I'm going to go Lavinia for my, for my fling. Okay. I. It's harder for you. You don't. You didn't watch the show. No. So I'm you're going purely of... going looks. Yeah. Yeah. That's we don't fair. objectify women here. No, um, no, no. We just love them. I think this Susan Gilbert woman is very attractive. Oh yeah, Ella Hunt. Yeah, I'm looking at her. Queer. She's also queer. Well, there we go. Um, Emily, no. Oh, last name. Uh, Norcross? That's Emily Dickinson's mom. She's great. She's also very pretty. Um, Jane Humphrey, this actress looks very attractive. Um, 
I would fling. Oh, oh I think she's gay as well. Just Barney. Oh. It, in her pictures, it has her kissing a girl on the cheek. Jane her Humphrey? Is, yeah. Oh. But it's like a real picture. I didn't know about that. I'm going to marry her. Okay. Um, And I'll fling Ella Hunt. Okay. Sue. Sue Gilbert. Right. Susan Gilbert. <laughs> That's who I'm going with. I'll fling Susan. And I'll marry Jane Humphrey. All I'm thinking of is Jenny Humphrey from Gossip Girl. (laughs) We love that. So tell me about the show. The floor is yours. Now, hang on a minute. I have seen... I know I just told you to go ahead, but I'm going to stop you right there. Okay, go. I have seen maybe 10 minutes with you. And it was a scene where Haley Seinfeld is pushing a woman into a wall and they're Ooh. making out. Yes. Um, where she chokes her. Yes. I do remember that. Um, yeah, they were in a tell fight. Me, tell me about the... Oh. Tell me about the show. Okay, so... For all those listening... For all those listening... I'm sure... That we don't have to state this, but Emily Dickinson is a historical figure, a poet from the past. Just in case you don't know, I don't want to assume. I don't want to make any assumptions here, okay? Thanks very much. So it's set back in the day, um, which I know isn't a lot of people's things, but this is a modern... to be exact. Yeah, this is a modern retelling of it. So... It's very witty and funny. Wiz Khalifa is death. Very much got me when you said that. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. So um, Emily Dickinson was obsessed with death in all of her poetry. It It's a toss up between whether or not she was obsessed with Sumor or death. Um, What's but, the difference? <laughs> but Wiz plays the character death. Which is really cool. It's a cool spin on things. Um, obviously, my favorite thing is that it is Haley Steinfeld. In, well, Haley Steinfeld and Haley Steinfeld queer, like lesbian Haley Steinfeld is my dream come true. Right. So, I would say that the biggest thing about this. Is that it's one of those easy binge shows. Mm-hmm. They're short episodes. Yeah, they're only there's only 30 episodes. Yeah, 10 episodes a season. Super short. You can watch it like you can have it done by tonight. <laughs> Just like first kill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it starts off essentially with Emily showing that she's just not the typical female that was expected that you were expected to be back in the 19th century. I love that. Um, Her family is trying to marry her off. Essentially. Uh She has suitors come all the time and she's like, no, that's not what's happening here. I just want to focus on my writing. She essentially just lives in her bedroom upstairs. Uh I'm fairly certain that's also where she died. Like just in her bedroom upstairs. And that would she, be me. 
is in love with her best friend, Sue Gilbert, who marries her brother. And they have a very beautiful whirlwind romance full of ups and downs. The downs are my least favorite part. You could just skip over those episodes. <laughs> just move so, past those. I know it's only 30 episodes, so I feel like my question is answered. Is it a slow burn or is it just jump in? So it it actually kind of is a slow burn. Is it like a medium burn? But it it throws you in right away knowing that they have this romance. But then it pulls it back. You know what I mean? So like, So like in the first episode, they kiss. But then after that, you're like, well, what the hell is happening now? She's engaged to her brother. And like, they're saying they can't be together and all this stuff. So then it's like a slow burn from there. Like, when are we going to get back together? Okay. You've already lost me. <laughs> okay, what what's your what's your questions? Where have we lost? No, well, you? it's not really the question. It's just the kiss immediately, and then the pullback. Like, don't tease me. You know, <laughs> I'm fine with I'm fine with a little bit of teasing if it's just slow burn. They work up to it. Okay, but if you kiss and then you go, oh, just kidding, and then you do a slow burn to get back to the kiss. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sue's entire family has died. That's not funny. (laughs) So she has no no family left. Here's the thing. Her family's dead. I don't know what that has to do with the slow burn quite yet, but we'll figure it out. No, no, no. I'm telling you, it'll all come together. So her family is all dead. So she knows she has to get married if she wants to literally survive. Because back then, a man had to be providing for you. Obviously. So she would have starved to death had she not gotten married. Her brother, not Sue's brother. Yeah, Emily's brother. Emily's brother (laughs) kind of knows that they're in love. Yeah, I saw something about that. I think it may have been with you or on TikTok. Because Dickinson TikToks come up sometimes. Yeah, so... um, there's there's a scene where they're having a party um, at their house, at the Dickinson's house. Their parents are gone. And they take some sort of drug. Drops of something on their tongue. Emily gets upset, runs out of the party. Ugh. Sue goes to follow her. But Austin, the brother, wants her to stay with him. But she says she has to go take care of Emily. Obviously. obviously. And then Emily kisses Sue upstairs in the bedroom. And Austin Austin walks in. And is like, what are are you doing? And they're like, (laughs) Emily's explanation is, you'll never understand the love and the friendship that we have. You can't understand. Okay. They're fighting over Sue and Sue literally dips and leaves and moves to a different state. In the 19th century. That's insane. <laughs> Apparently she has like a distant aunt or cousin or something. You said all her family was dead. I know. Okay. So 
Sue leaves. She dips. And Austin and Emily are both sending letters. And it's essentially like a fight to see who Sue actually loves. Like, will she respond to me? Will she respond to me? Like, uh, oh, I've gotten a letter back. And Emily's like, she hasn't written to me at all. So then Emily pretends she's dying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I understand. And she feels like she's dying of a broken heart. So she's justified it in her mind. That makes sense. And I think that... We can both understand that writers and people who are artistic in any form are typically pretty dramatic. Emily Dickinson seems to be one of those people. Well, she's obsessed with death and her best friend, so what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. So Sue all of a sudden shows shows up back at home, like a couple months later or something, and she's like, I came home for for you, Emily. Like, I I thought you were dying. Like, I realized how much you meant to me. I want to be with you. Like, this you're who I want. And surprise turn of events, Emily is like, my brother loves you. He deserves See, now I'm really turned off from the show. <laughs> that pisses me off. I told that you. makes me upset. But here's the thing. Emily realizes she can't give Sue what Sue needs. And she also realizes, like, Austin really does love her. And so she's like, yeah, she but can gay. be happy with Austin. And they can be sisters and be the best of both worlds. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then Austin sees her and comes over and says, like, you're back. Who did you come back for? And Sue, like, looks over at Emily and then she goes, I came back for you, Austin. Dun, dun, dun. And then the show's over. No, I'm just that, Okay, I was going to be livid. Okay, get to the end. When do they get, when do they fuck, when do they get together? Okay, so, you know, we're essentially already through the whole first season. That was the first season? Well, No. They get married. The, the last episode of the first season is they get married. Um, Austin bans Emily from coming to the wedding because Emily and Sue go out in, like, Sue is in her wedding dress and she gets her wedding dress all dirty and ruined because they're going, like, through the fields, frolicking in the rain and mud and <laughs> doing God knows what. And so then Austin. Doing God knows what. Austin, Austin comes back and is like, Haven't you been in this room getting ready all day? And she was like, Well, I went out with Emily I for took a, a small bit. frolic. <laughs> and so then he quite literally locks Emily in her room and says, You are not invited to the wedding. It's a good idea. Yeah. Great idea. And then. You, like, see them going up in an, uh, in a hot air balloon, I think. Off to their honeymoon. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are doing a terrible job. <laughs> so, anyways, her whole family's dead except for the one aunt. They get together and then they don't. She comes back because Emily is dying of a broken heart. And she says, I'm here for you. But Emily says, just kidding. I don't want you because Austin wants you. Also, you're not invited to the wedding because you frolicked <laughs> with Emily and you got my wedding dress dirty. 
Let's go in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Season one done. That's a wrap. So okay. are you are you enthralled with it yet? <laughs> I'm more pissed off, I think. Okay. Well, that's at least we're feeling something. <laughs> Tell me about season two. Okay. Season two. Things are not going very well. No. So. Sue is like becoming this like crazy. I don't think crazy is probably the right word to use. Like lavish housewife who like wants to throw these extravagant parties and wants to like spend all of this money and it's just constantly buying things and Austin and um, Austin works for his father's company his law firm they're essentially just working to try to support Sue's spending okay Sue has become like a completely different person um, the first episode, I believe, is when Sue, you find out she has a miscarriage. We find out that okay. she was pregnant and she has a miscarriage, but she doesn't want Austin to know. But I think that's really where, like, she changed a lot as a person right. and went through this little bit of a dark period. Right. Um, so then... A lot of the season focuses on Sue wants Emily to get published. So they're focusing on her writing career. Emily has no desire for fame whatsoever. She really just wants to write for Sue and wants Sue to say that she loves all of her poems. But Sue says that it's too much, that her poems are too intense and make her feel too many things. That's the point, Sue. (laughs) Idiot. I think that Sue is struggling with the fact that she is married and in love with her best friend still. Her marriage at this point. Technically her sister. Yeah, true. Love that. Her marriage at this point isn't great. So then they introduce this character, Sam, who... Owns a newspaper. Okay. And Sue has gotten to agree to read Emily's poems to see if he would publish them. So a lot of the season focuses on him. And Emily starts catching feelings for him. Because it felt like Sue was pushing her into that. But then, in a drastic turn of events... Emily and Sue don't really have much of a relationship at this point in time. It's just not, it's not going well. Um, And Emily sees Sue having sex with Sam in the library. Sorry. Emily sees Sue. Uh Uh-huh. Who's married to Austin. Yeah. Even though Sue was trying to get Emily with. Sam. Yeah. In the library. Mm-hmm. I, did was Sue, were Sue and Sam flirty before? Was there any um hint? No, not really. It was kind of no. a shock. They just started fucking. Yeah, so I guess they probably had been hooking up, but we just didn't know. 
And it seems like everywhere Sam goes, because Sam has a wife at home. It seems oh, like obviously. everywhere Sam goes in each city, Sam has a girl that he's like hooking up with. I love that. Yeah. So he shoots Emily down because he's getting well, it on. He's already got two. one girl and he's got another, so he can't have three. Right. Right. So this season's just kind of a shit show, to be honest. They go okay. to this opera. At some point, Emily's on the stage pretending to kiss Sue. I'm not still not sure if it was a dream. I'm unsure. They lost what? me at that point. <laughs> what on earth? Okay. But the end of the season, Sam has taken all of Emily's poems to start publishing them. Emily wants them back. He won't give them back. So I distinctly spe- remember that scene. She steals them back. Okay. Um, it's this whole thing. It's because she's pissed about them having hooked up, you know, a whole thing. Austin becomes the godfather to Jane's child because her husband dies. Who's Jane? Jane is the one, um, Oh, the girl I like. Yeah. They went to, they went to school together. All of them. Um, Jane always liked Austin. Okay. <laughs> so. Sorry, this is a lot. I know. Thought. Go ahead. <laughs> so it ends with him, like, at, like, the christening or something, becoming the godfather for this child. The end of season two, things are a shit show. Austin's like having like whole... having an affair. Sue's having With an Jane? affair. Yeah. But I don't okay. think they've actually hooked up yet. But it's definitely an emotional affair at this point. Okay. Sue's so having... everyone's getting some except Emily. Correct. But all she cares about is writing anyway. And Sue. But not so much anymore. Right. This season. Right. But next season, maybe. Well, season one, she teaches her what a volcano feels like. What does that mean? An explosion. Or is this like an innuendo for an orgasm? Yes. She So Emily has never Sue. had an... No, no, no. Emily has never had an orgasm. They go to this lecture dressed up as boys and <laughs> they come back and they had shown like a volcano exploding and Sue says, I think I know what a volcano eruption feels like. And Emily says, show me. <laughs> so they fuck each other. Whoa, it's more tender than that. I'm sorry, you are, you are comparing orgasms to volcano explosions. That's not tender, that's <laughs> explosive. <laughs> so they fuck each other. Correct. In the first season. Yeah. I thought, okay, one, you left that out. That's true. Two, you said they kiss and then they slow burn. (laughs) So we've gone from kiss to nothing to volcano (laughs) to going back to where they don't like each other. 
Because <laughs> Sue is hooking up with Sam, who has a wife. Emily wants to hook up with with Sue, who's married to Austin, Emily's brother, who's hooking up with Jane, whose husband died, who likes Austin, who's now the godfather of her child. There you go. See, you got it. That. <laughs> oh, and we still have another season. Yeah. See, a lot can happen in 10 short episodes. We're getting Tell wild. Tell me about season three. All right. Season three. In the best way that you can. <laughs> So season three focuses on the Civil War, but we'll try to focus on Emily and Sue because <laughs> we're already getting confused. Enough. No, I'm, I've got it now. I After the volcano explosion, it all kind of clicked for me. It did? You got it. So I'll piece yeah. together. I love that for you. So season three... Emily is very focused on she wants to find a way to do something good in the world when all of this bad is happening with the Civil War. When does Wiz Khalifa come in? Oh, he's been, he's been in it. <laughs> because you, you, when you told me Wiz Khalifa plays death, I went, oh, okay, odd. But you have not talked about him. At all. Okay, does so... Does he show up as, like, a human playing death? Correct. Or does he show up in, like, a dream as death personified? Or do you not know the answer to that No, no, question? no. More, more dream-like. Um, it is when... It's when Emily is writing, really, that she has these kind of vivid hallucination-type situations. So whenever he comes for a little visit, it's to see her or just he's just passing through. Yeah, to see her. He stops and picks her up. They have a chat. They're tight. She loves death. It's her other bestie. Okay, talk to me about season three. The Civil War is happening. I'm sure death's coming by a lot. Yes. So what happens is uh, a lot of this season is... Her seeing visions of this man who says that he's nobody. And anytime she says, like, who are you? Who are you? I'm nobody. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Every time. Um, Come to find out, eventually, he is one of Austin's friends from back in high school. Um, And he he ends up going away to war and dying. But she, like, sees all of this before it happens. So, like, he's come to visit her and stuff, and she then meets him. Does she fuck the ghost? No. But then she meets him in real life and says, like, I just wanted to let you know, like, don't go away. You're going to die. Okay, so she sees him before he dies. Right. Okay. I thought that he had died already. No, 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 no. no. But she knew this was happening. She she knew it was going to happen. Right. Okay. She's like, oh, if you go to way to, away to where you're gonna die, where? away to war, <laughs> you're gonna where? Die. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's like a whole thing of like, you know, people dying. Everyone is kind of in a fragile state. Everyone's upset. Okay. So Emily starts writing to Thomas Higginson, who is one of the um war generals maybe he seems to be in charge is he an actual person thomas higginson i believe so 
Thomas Wentworth Higginson. Thomas Wentworth Higginson. He's an author. Uh, American Unitarian minister, author, abolitionist, and soldier. Identifying himself as disunion and militant. He was a member of the Secret Six who supported John Brown. Yeah, so she starts writing to him. Okay. She starts sending him poems that she has written for Sue and has sent to Sue. Which is a no-no. Don't do that. You don't Why? double send romantic poems. Well, she sent. Well, is she into this? Into this man? Um, she is definitely flirting with him. Okay. Absolutely flirting with him. So she's just copy pasting these poems and sending them to him. Yeah, copy copy pasting. <laughs> copy pasting. Um. So she's writing to him. Sue gets pregnant again. This time, actually has a baby. Is Sam the dad, or is it Austin? It's Austin. I should start out by saying, the beginning of this season, they are together. Sue and Emily. Why didn't you lead with that? Okay, I have questions. Okay, go. First off, are Sam and Sue, how did that end? No, no, no. Yeah, that was like a, a... like after that night in the library it did not happen again okay because of that oh because of the scene the big scene where sue comes over to emily's house knocks on her door emily you know is like i don't want to talk to you and sue is like i love you i've never loved anyone else you make me feel things i don't want to feel emily pushes her up against the wall starts choking her saying like you're lying I don't believe you. Then why were you like fucking Sam? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And that's when they start making out hardcore against the wall. That's the scene you saw. Okay. So you've left that part out. (laughs) I have left out many things. (laughs) Okay. So at the beginning of this season, she and Sue are together. Yes. And she's sending flirty messages to this author man. While she's with Sue. Yes. Who has a baby now. Yes. So. So Austin is not cheating on her with this Jane woman anymore? Yes, she is. He is. The whole time. Okay. They're in a full-fledged relationship. Okay. Does Sue know this? Yes. And they're fine with it because. Well, everyone knows Sue's with Emily. Everyone. Yeah. Sue has her baby. She's telling Emily, like. The season starts, and Emily and Sue are laying in bed together. Sue is pregnant. Emily is a little put off by the whole thing because she's like, well... I would be too. Clearly, you're still hooking up with my brother. And she was like, it was a one-time thing. It wasn't even supposed to happen. She was like, I wish that you could raise this baby with me. And Emily's like, that's not even possible. You know that. So they they very much have a back and forth. Like when Emily is all in, Sue is normally pulling back. When when Sue is all in, Emily's like, eee. that's annoying. It is. It is annoying. So she has her baby. She only wants Emily there, so she makes Emily be in the room. Clearly, she's uncomfortable. That's when the guy who's going to die comes to visit. <laughs> Just side note. <laughs> Completely forgot about him. 
Yeah. Um, but she ha- she has the baby, and then Emily kind of backs off a little more because she's like, well, I mean, you have a baby now. Like, it's kind of weird. I don't really like kids. <laughs> like, it's not my thing. Okay. Um, her family is falling apart. Her brother has cut off her parents and said, like, I'm not a part of this family anymore. Because he wants to be with Jane. No, mostly because her dad is an asshole. Okay. It's a whole other thing. I hope that one day I get to explain a show to you or like a game or something, because I will do it ten times better than you I'm not great at explaining (laughs) explaining (laughs) things. We left out Wiz Khalifa, Emily, and Sue are together. In season three, they apparently do the wall choking thing at the end of season two. Yes. Those are big things. It's true. Okay, keep going. Now, if you wanted me to give you a play-by-play just on all the times they hook up. that <laughs> No, I don't care about that. I want to. I want to learn about the show. I'm trying my best. At first, Emily sides with her dad and says like, this is our family, Austin. You can't just not be a part of the family, blah, blah, blah. Then, this whole time, Emily is the one who is stuck by her side. And her and her dad have stuck by her dad's side. Her and her dad have a conversation. And he's like, okay, well, I'm leaving everything when I die to Austin. And he'll be in charge of taking care of you and Lavinia. And Emily's like, excuse me? The sister. Who's Lavinia? The uh, sister. <laughs> so Emily's like, Emily's like, so you're leaving everything to Austin, who has disowned the family and said that he literally hates you. But I'm here and I've stood by you through all of this, and you're just treating me like I'm property and you're gonna give me to Austin. He, and said, he was yeah. like, correct. So then she's like, all right, fuck you. Austin was right. And her and Austin make up and work things out. And she's like, you know, you were right. Our dad's terrible. He he wants you to be in charge of me. And Austin's like, even if he does that, you know that I'll take care of you and I'll let you be your own person, whatever. So that all ends happy. I am pissed off. Okay. <laughs> what are your questions? And all of them. What? Go ahead. Fire some questions at I me. I don't know if I have any questions. I don't know how to write. I don't know how to... I don't know why I said write. I don't know how to ask... I don't know what questions I have. Because I'm all over the place. <laughs> okay. I mostly so want to know how they end. Let me, let me just read this to you. <laughs> this might be a better synopsis, okay? It probably will be. I... Would believe that's probably true. Okay. Season three, they encounter a new set of challenges. A baby. Um, because Emily questions the purpose of her poetry and Sue deals with her pregnancy. Sue feels neglected by Emily, who's too focused on her poetry. Emily even avoids kissing Sue because her friend is having her baby's brother. <laughs> her friend is having her baby's brother. Yeah, is what you just said to me. Yeah, I read her that. Her friend is having her baby's brother. <laughs> her brother's baby. 
I went, that doesn't make sense to me. And you doubled down at first. You said, yeah. I really did. Woo. Baby's brother. <laughs> brother's baby. All right. Um, Emily says that her poems are her children. And she gets upset. She's like, you're not going to have time for my poems anymore. Because. Because of your baby's brother. Because of your baby. <laughs> Both women are obviously worried about how the baby's going to change things. Sue tells her that's when she tells her, like, she wishes they could be together and raise the baby together. Austin is struggling with alcoholism during all of this while having an affair. <laughs> Forgot to mention. <laughs> oh, right. Season three, they have the big day where Austin is gone for something, business or jane i'm not sure and they spend the whole day fucking they're they're in the bathtub they're on the kitchen table they're just having a good old time i have a question okay the man that was supposed to die if he went to war did he go to war you said he popped up when the baby happened yeah does he die yeah okay they're all sad that's it. it Okay. They have like a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then Emily realizes that what she cares most about is she doesn't want to lose Sue. But I think what it really ends with is they end up together, but they have their own separate lives. So like she knows Sue and Austin decide to try to have a better marriage but like not a typical one like marriage where they're raising their son together and they have like a mutual respect and love for each other but they're not in love with each other because they're in love with other people and emily and sue are in love but like have their own things going on too so they're together but they're not like living together right right so they're still fucking right always Right, okay. So it's just like a big, open relationship kind of deal, kind of. Yeah, but with like... Austin and Sue. But, they're in like an open relationship. Kind of, yeah. But they're not together. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. Okay. So how are we feeling? Um, I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> that was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. That was a lot. Such a good show, though. Highly so, recommend. Is it? It is. It is. I'm not great at explaining shows. And normally I would say spoilers, but I feel like you did <laughs> such a terrible job at explaining it. <laughs> no one, people will go, wait, doesn't Wiz Khalifa show up at some point? <laughs> and then they'll go, wait a minute, isn't this the guy who's supposed to die? Does he die? I know he pops in for the baby. <laughs> wait a minute. Doesn't do get with Sam who she wants to get with Emily? But she also wants Emily to get with Sam, and so she fucks Sam in a library. And then Jane and Austin get together, godfather of baby, and then there's the baby's brother. And, and they <laughs> hang out together. And at some point during all this, Emily is invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that a joke? <laughs> please, <laughs> please, God, tell me that's a joke. No. There is a point where she gets superpowers. Is this Marvel? Is she in Hawkeye? Does it go 
There is a fanfic where there's it, a it crossover. is Hawkeye and there's a crossover. Okay. No, no. So in the library scene, she's in the library, but Sue and Sam can't see her. She's invisible. And then she's in a party in the barn and no one can see her. Why? Only Austin can see her. What? I think it's supposed to be like a metaphor for the fact that she feels unseen through like her poetry and stuff and she's feeling... Well, to be fair, Sue and Sam probably weren't looking at much other than each other. That's when true. When they were fucking... But when... S- Sue wasn't going, where's Emily? When Sue and Emily got into their fight, Sue said, I know you were there in the library. I could feel you. Okay, so she wasn't invisible. Not emotionally invisible. <laughs> She's always visible emotionally. Wow. Would you like to go into the fanfic section now? <laughs> Let's do it. What do you, what uh, fanfics have you found? So there's 325 works in Dickinson. Okay. Which is, it is wild. I feel like there should be more. I've read a couple. So I went by word count, obviously. Obviously. There's one that's still going on, and it's a little wild. So it's Emily Dickinson and Sue. But also Ella Hunt and Haley Seinfeld. Okay. Because second chances are granted only once. Haley Seinfeld gets Emily Dickinson's memories a few months before Dickinson starts filming. What happens when her co-star Ella Hunt gets Sue's as well? Will they be able to live the life Emily and Sue never had to make the most of a second chance? So it's essentially Haley Seinfeld and Ella Hunt. But it's like soulmates, angst and fluff, true love, pining, that kind of thing. Okay. It's still ongoing. Last updated August 1st, 246,000 words. Okay. But 24 chapters, that's a very high word count per chapter. Um, And that's by, it's better than any poem by Nerdy Soldier. We love that's Nerdy Soldier. One. So I meant to say this, I don't know when, a couple episodes ago probably, but I feel like we probably have a lot of listeners who have no idea what fanfic is. And I'm hoping that by the time they get to this episode, they've figured it out <laughs> because we've talked about it quite a bit. Fanfic is essentially, for those who don't know, who are just tuning in and haven't figured it out, fanfic is where you write things about your, like in a certain fandom, such as Dickinson. And you can write, it's anything you want. It can be romantic, action, um, strange alternate universes where it's like soulmates or it's a modern setting like this one or whatever. And you just essentially just write it, whatever you want. I have written fanfic for Resident Evil and a couple other things. So I use it as a way to read stories that either... T- the TV show fucked up, right, killed like off, <laughs> canceled, things like that. Right. Things that you want to like Clexa, right? Clexa for life. Things that you want to see them keep going and at least get some sort of closure. Closure to the story. Also, if you just want to see them fuck. Also true. Also very so, true. Everyone, if you have anything like that, you should check out fanfic because it is a great thing. If you like to, if you enjoy reading, yeah, it is, it's a great thing to check out. It's cool. Um, archive, archiveofourown.org is where to go for fanfic. There are other fanfic sites out there, but archiveofourown is incredibly easy to use, I think. Yeah. 
Very um, user-friendly. Very user-friendly. There is fandoms for essentially everything. That's pretty much it, I think. We are killing it. This episode, I am sorry to everyone who listens. I I'm, enjoyed it. I'm really hoping that through listening, you have learned that you should definitely watch Dickinson. And not listen to it, be told. And <laughs> and not listen to me tell the story of it. My brother's baby. Baby's brother. <laughs> My brain won't even let me say it wrong. Literally, I don't even know. I don't even know what's happening. But thank you, as always, for listening. We are... Honestly, so excited to be doing this podcast. We're having so yeah, much fun I'm, with it. We're very excited. So much fun with it. At, you've probably all noticed we got new logo that we we're got loving. A new logo. Shout out to Komal. That's right. Kindly Komal on Instagram. Check her out. Check her She's out. A great artist. Check us out on Instagram at Gay Girls Club Pod. Pod. Yep. On Twitter at Gay Girls Club P. On Patreon at Gay Girls Club. Interact with us. Message us. DM us. Leave comments. We want to talk. We want to talk. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. We're just here to rant and rave and have a good time. There we go. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. We will see you next time.